0: This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 55. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self help, positive psychology, and books on well being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing amazing. It is so great to have you here. If it's your first time here, welcome. This is where I highlight books in 15 minutes or less. I usually spend a little bit more time because let's face it, these authors put so much love and energy and research into their books that it's incredibly challenging to actually highlight a book in 15 minutes. And also I try to suck out kind of the actionable nuggets that you can apply to your life right away. So that way you can get the most from these books and really apply them to your life. I always say if something sparks your interest, support the author and purchase this book and or any book that kind of really sparks your interest that I highlight is really, really important that you, you know, delve in deeper because this is just a highlight. And of course, what I do is I try to really pull out what resonates to me. But you know, something else might really resonate for you and in their stories you may find yourself in some of their stories so again I always recommend it but I highlighted such a great book it's called lighten up by Peter Walsh love what you have have what you need and be happier with less. I think we can all benefit from this wonderful wisdom within this book. And I have to give a shout out to Renee. And she is one of our listeners. And she is the one that suggested this book. And I'm highlighting it for her. But I thought so many people would benefit from this book as well. So thank you. Thank you, Renee, for um, uh, suggesting this book and actually sending it to me. That's so kind of you. And um, also, I need to shout out to Luca because you say that you spend your time with your son in the car listening to this podcast. So thank you so Much for listening and for being a part of the program and for your continued support. It means the world to me. Okay, so let's jump right into this highlight. So Lighten Up by Peter Walsh. It's love what you have, have what you need, and be happier with less. Isn't that incredible? It's kind of hard to do that, but okay, you're gonna see. Peter Walsh really teaches us how to change the way we measure our happiness. And as you know, I love positive psychology and I study positive psychology and it's all about the science of human flourishing. There are so many wonderful um, tidbits of information within his book that draw on the field and the study of happiness and the study of uh, human flourishing and well-being. So you're going to notice that a lot of this, even though this wasn't my typical academic book read that I do, um, it was amazing because it really did draw on the science and really allowed us to have ways that we can apply this to our life. So let's jump in. Okay, so the way that we face our financial situations and the way um, we look at our priorities is going to completely change. You're going to notice that this book is really about helping us create a space where we can really connect to what really matters and plan realistically for our future, right? Cause sometimes we're not really, you know, I don't know about you, but oftentimes I think I, I wish I was further along than I, I am. And it's almost like, well, wait a second. No, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And I think sometimes we get this like, um, this discomfort when we feel like we should be further than we are, or um, if we're comparing ourselves to other people and things like that. So this whole idea about lighten up, you're going to discover is that we can choose a richly rewarding life um, over mindless pursuits of meaningless stuff. So that's really what this book is about. Is about sometimes we think that things are going to make us happier and, and material possessions and just like stuff is going to make us feel better. Um, but actually what he challenges and what he really brings to our attention is that we can have a really richly, richly rewarding life. Um, it it just by, you know, uh, changing our kind of perspective and changing and noticing what our priorities are. So this book is almost like a freedom. It makes you feel a lightness. So for most people, We have, I mean, let's face it, we have money worries on a daily concern. We have, uh, tend to spend money on things that don't really matter to us and that aren't really contributing to our personal happiness. And, um, it's, you know, and there's so many things that we can do to kind of shift our mindset around this whole idea. So Peter Walsh offers us this plan that helps us so that we can escape that emotional chaos, uh, that usually, uh, come from insecurities, and they cause us to really not flourish in our lives. And so are you ready to lighten up? <laughs> I, I gotta say, my whole house has been declutter mode this week since I've been reading this book, and it's not just about stuff, it's about lightening up on so many things, so psychologically lightening up. This book really holds, uh, uh, holds us accountable to the stuff that's in our life that's actually preventing us from feeling happier, and that it doesn't necessarily mean that we need more stuff, but it really is. Is about tapping into a different sort of mindset around um, just lightening up in general. So, okay, so you ready? So this book is beyond just you know what, cutting out that triple latte so you can save hundreds. You know, you always hear people say, oh, if you didn't go to you know Starbucks on a regular basis, you're going to save X amount of dollars and you'll have this amount in your bank account. Okay, I I'm so happy that this book is not about that because I'm going to tell you the truth. I love my lattes and I'm sure you do too. So it's more than that. This book is all about um, just looking at what really is important in your life and how you can tap into that to really connect to, you know, your happiness without being in a place of scarcity. All right. So he then talks about within his book is how a life with less can be a life with more. And so in the field of positive psychology and the study of human flourishing, science shows that we tend to forget that happiness doesn't come as a result of getting something or um, like something that we don't have. that That's not where happiness comes from. It's not a result of, you know, getting things, but rather recognizing and appreciating what we do have is really where happiness comes from. So th- I bring this up because this is really his message within the book and I find it so beautiful. And so, um, so we often forget that happiness doesn't come as a result of getting something that we don't have, but rather recognizing and really appreciating the good good that we already have in our life. And that's where it's a nicer place to be. So even when we don't get new things uh, or we do get new things in our life. So say you, you know, if you get a shiny new car, we have what's called hedonic adaptation. We adopt to good things. We adapt to good things rather. And so we actually don't appreciate it as much anymore so what you can do to counteract this hedonic adaptation to getting new things is to really appreciate what you have and recognize what you have and i think that is so powerful so keep in mind that happiness is a process and not an end result and not an end goal and he's really talking about really appreciating you know what you have appreciating the process instead of thinking about you know something Something that we want to get or achieve or have in our life. So that's a constant underpinning within his book. Sorry, I just went off on a positive psychology tangent there. So you have more control over your joy than you think. And so in his book, he talks about happiness does not come from hugely expensive price tags or um, maxed out credit cards or a crushing mortgage. And um, so what it is, the other thing you mentioned is sometimes we're often trying to keep up with our friends or, you know, that expression, keep up with the Joneses. And now with social media there's a lot of social comparison and we think that we should have more than we actually have so it makes us feel like we're in a place of lack so that's where this whole thing in this book really demonstrates that how our life with less can actually be more fulfilling and more rewarding and so you may ask like how do you live a life of abundance on less, right? Cuz sometimes when we think abundance, we think lots of things. But really what he's suggesting is that we kind of change our mindset to a more lighter mindset. And this book, Lighten Up, really helps us to kind of reclaim our financial life and to be happier with significantly less and what really matters to us. But it's entirely up to us. So the only so only we can determine what we really how we're living and you know what makes us happy. And uh, the idea is here that we're in control over our joy and it's what we put our attention on. So um, we create uh, what is a realistic vision for ourselves. So he talked in his book all about actually looking at what a realistic vision for your life is and reassess your words of abundance and reassess your words of what it is that you need and reassess your wants. Right. And also he, talked about entitlement. What do we feel like we should be having that we're entitled to? Um, and he really allows us to reassess this so that we can have a more realistic vision for our life and and be more realistic on the things that we, we want for ourselves. Okay, so the bottom line is, is that your well-being doesn't have to be measured by monetary wealth, and um, and oftentimes we fall into that trap, right? We think more is better, and so you can capitalize on what it is that you that really derives happiness. And it reminds me of the book that we recently highlighted called Happiness by Design, and it's kind of like looking at the things that actually. Really bring you happiness, not what should bring you happiness, but what actually really does and what really is important to you. And so he tapped on that in this section of the book and he talked about, you know, look at the things that really do derive happiness for you and um, find your truest sources of pleasure and your truest sources of joy. So, what does bring you happiness? What brings you pleasure? What brings you joy? Right? Chances are some of those things are not have nothing to do with finding finances and have nothing to do with having lots of stuff. In fact, we're going to discover that lots of stuff can kind of get in the way. All right. So then he talked all about the life you imagined for yourself. So figuring out that life that you really imagined for yourself. So, you know, you always have people ask you this in the, in the field of self-development and everything Like if you were, uh, if you were to think of your perfect life, or, um, if you were to order your perfect life, what would like, what would it look like? Oh, who would, you be with what would you have you know what would you have accomplished so the idea is is that we put so much emphasis on these things that we want to have happen in our life that sometimes we lose track of really what it is that provides us with quality and value and what we really value in our lives and what really makes us joyful. And so, um, you know, what is it that you want for yourself? So maybe it's achieving a healthier, more energetic you. Maybe it's, um, you know, Uh, selling X amount and making X amount of dollars. Maybe it's uh, being less stressed at work and you're making more money, or maybe it's having more quality time with your friends and family. So in other words, what, what this concept of kind of seeing your future self or your perfect vision for yourself or perfect order, looking at that more closely really tells us that basically we're not where we want to be. And that's kind of sad. Like that kind of is like, okay, this is where we want to be and this is where we are. And so there's a disconnect. So that creates tension, right? And in the coaching model, what we're doing is all about minimizing the space between where you want to be and where you are and, you know, minimizing the space so that you have more comfort. And so I really love that he brought this up in his book because the bottom line is, is you have to know what you want in order to achieve it, but you also have to be really specific and realistic about what it is that you're wanting. Like really tap into that realism. So um, he had some great suggestions on about um, recognizing that it all starts with this new vision for yourself and to recognize that um really look at what it is that you're picturing your perfect if everything if life was in perfect order um really look at that image and, and be honest with yourself and that um it's not just what you need and what you want. Um what is it that you want to get from your goals? And I loved this because he shifted from okay, I want this, I want this, I want to achieve this, I need this. Uh he says shifting more into being about, okay, well, here's your goal, but what is it that you want to get from that? and the reason he added that word it gains gives you a new perspective and allows you to consider kind of what it is that you what it is that you really value instead of what it is that you want to own or what you need to buy or you know what it is that makes your life important it's more about you know what do you want to get from these goals and that's really a profound thing right so his action steps in this section are all about describe the best, most reasonable, reasonable being the operative word there, lifestyle for yourself. So think in all dimensions. And I love this. It reminds me kind of of the wheel of life. And uh, so he suggested to make this, think of it in all dimensions, such as, you know, your financial goals, your career and your business goals, your free time and your family time goals, your health and your appearance goals, your relationship and your um, personal growth goals, and or even making a difference goals, right? And um, all this is in my show notes on my website. So if you want to go in and do this exercise, make sure you just go to andreaseidel.com and you can click on book club and all the show notes are there and the worksheets are there as well. So if you want to delve into this action step a little deeper, it's in the show notes. So um, And then he suggested to write down three goals for each category. So three goals for you know your financial goal, three goals for your business and career, three goals for your family time, three goals for your health and your or your appearance, three goals for your relationships and personal growth, three goals for making a difference, and then he's suggesting to take it one step further and then write out what it is that you want to get from these goals, and that's where the real value piece comes in, and what you're recognizing is you're removing the the needs and the wants and um any kind of materialism around those goals and you're really looking what is it you want to get from it and it, it really does shift the perspective, right? Alright So then he talked about what makes you happy. And he asked questions such as, you know, what do uh, ask yourself these questions? Like, what do I value most? What is my greatest treasure and or um, what can't be replaced? Uh, I love the exercise of. Um, Like the fire drill exercise where you imagine that your house is on fire and uh, you have to basically grab three things or what what is it that you would grab, you know, beyond your kids, your dog, your spouse, um, what is it that you would grab? And it really kind of emphasizes the things that are important in your life, right? And uh, so the reason that this exercise is so powerful is because it is going to really emphasize what's important and what's valuable, what can't be replaced. Ask yourself what makes you happy. When are you at your happiness, happiest rather? Like make a list. Also, when are you? the least happy? When are you unhappy? And what are you doing when you're unhappy, right? So uh, make a list. Oh my gosh, I didn't talk there. (laughs) Make a list of these things that make you happier today and really emphasize the things that you value. Make a list of those things that you value. So basically, you know, you can even ask yourself, I get the, I get most happiness from, and you fill in the blank, or I am most happy when, and fill in the blank. Once you have this connection to what makes you happy and what it is that you value in your life, you kind of shift your focus from things and possessions and, uh, end result goals. And you kind of move into a place of, ah, like it's, it's almost, it's almost like a lightness. So that was his action step to do that fire, the fire drill. Imagine your house is on fire. List your top three things uh, that you want to make sure that you're getting out of your house. The other thing is called the three, uh, the big three exercise, which is list three things that get in the way of your happiness. And once you know those things are get that are getting in the way, like you can start offloading them or start shifting it. So what is getting away of in the way of your happiness? You know, make sure you comment and let me know. And then it's almost like as soon as you write it down, it's like, wow, like I didn't realize what's... And we're going to talk more about that. He's going to talk about stuff and auditing our lives so we can lighten up. And so, yes, yeah, so three things, so that's your exercise right now, is think of three Three things that are getting in the way of your happiness. So first of all, what makes you happy and what's getting in the way of that happiness? Like really look at that, right? The action is the key here. Then he talked all about having a personal audit or doing a personal audit time and consider Clutter. So clutter not being, you know, all this stuff around the house, although I feel like my house is really cluttered right now. Um, stuff, Not just stuff that's in your house. So consider clutter anything that stands in the way between you and your vision for the best life for yourself. So we did that exercise already where you kind of imagine what the best scenario life would be for you being re- reasonable and responsible and kind of realistic. And then we talked about, you know, what is it... Are Are those things that are valuable to you and that bring you happiness and when are you at your happiest and then looking at what's standing in the way now so let's look at those things so what is getting in the way of your happiness and what is getting in the way of you showing up the best version i know everyone uses this expression the best version of yourself um so consider now clutter anything that gets in the way from you and your goals and or the your best life so what are your sources of tension so think about that what stands in the way you know for me sometimes it's the procrastination or i move into self doubt or you know like what specifically is standing in the way for you so think of clutter it can be bad decisions it can be stuff it can be anger it can be anxiety it can be negative self talk my self doubt It can be repetitive thoughts or feelings. It can be fear or self-loathing, self-pity, self-doubt, frustration, shame. Oh my gosh, there's so many things that can kind of are clutter and they can really get in the way. And this is what he's going to talk about, right? About lightening up is not just about, you know, lightening up the pressure that we put on ourselves, but also lightening up our environment and lightening up our thinking. So to get rid of clutter, which is in your head, in your home, or your heart, you have to start by connecting with your vision for your life. So connect to what makes you happy, what you value, what's that realistic vision for your life. Isn't that powerful? Then we need to get rid of the clutter that's standing in the way or preventing you from, you know, being able to move forward positively. All right. So the action that he suggested is, so what is getting in the way of your vision and your happiness? The answer is your own personal clutter. And so asking yourself that question, like what emotional stuff has, you know, gotten in the way or affected your life in the past? That's a powerful question. What standing in your way emotionally that's preventing you from moving forward, right? For me, sometimes it's that self-doubt. It's that imposter syndrome or social comparison that holds me back and makes me just like, oh, I don't even you know why why am I doing this type thing? you know? So we all have some of that emotional clutter that might be standing in the way. Also, think about, Um, financial stuff, right? Think about like what financial stuff has taken on, uh, like taken on a persona in your life or it's affecting your life. So what, what thinking or, um, overspending or, you know, um, that sort of thing has also stood in your way. Like asking these questions, like what physical stuff has, you know, filled your home or filled your rooms or filled your drawers or like cluttered your car that's standing in your way and affecting your life. Huge, Right. And uh, so it's just about personally taking audit and looking around and, and really recognizing, oh, okay, you know, it's time to really take ownership and recognize that there's a lot of clutter and stuff. That's, you know, standing in the way from you, you know, feeling really good and loving what you have and uh, having just what you need and focusing on that need piece and also be happier just simply with less, adjusting your goals, making sure they're responsible and realistic. Okay. So then he talked all about creating space for what really matters, your personal action plan. So here he even had an action plan. Now I do recommend that you delve into this book more if you want to get the financial piece piece on this because he has a whole section on suggestions for gaining uh, financial lightness and a lot of fantastic tips there. But let's really go into this create space for what really matters. Here's his main message. So getting clarity. So organizing your life in a more simplistic and kind of simplified way. It's almost like getting clear on what it is that you really want and that's realistic for you and being very specific. So he's talking about being specific, clear away, you know, the should have, I should have been here, how far along am I, um, all those negative things or things that might come into our mind simplify and get very specific and clear on organizing your life so that it is more simple and kind of cleaning things up and having a clear vision so that you can set new priorities for yourself and be really mindful of your time. Those were his tips on getting clarity so you can create space for what really matters. Sometimes, I don't know about you, but I, you know, what do they call it? Squirrel syndrome where it's like, oh, that's exciting or oh, I want to do that or oh, look, she's doing that and that's smart oh look at that or i want to learn this i want to go there um new course right so yeah sometimes if we just whoa step back a little get clear organize and simplify our lives and kind of clean these things up and really connect back to that vision take a step back what is really important what do you really value and then set new priorities based on that Wow, right? (laughs) That just made you want to reassess your uh, goals, I bet you. Okay, so creating space for what really matters is all about kind of Letting go. So it's a new approach. Uh, so abundance doesn't necessarily mean that uh, or thinking more lightening up is not a place of lack. Lightening up sometimes is getting rid of that clutter. It actually creates more space for better things to happen. Then he talked about getting real. He suggested to stop playing the victim or being a victim and that the clutter in our lives uh, is yours and yours alone. And that's powerful right take ownership of it like it's your clutter um it's your you know shit it's your stuff that you've got to deal with so he's suggesting don't cling on to problems and insert like negative um self sabotaging things. So as he's talking about, get real. Like, you know, if you want to have a certain X amount of dollars coming into your career, but you know, you're not maybe putting in that hustle and drive, uh, let's be real. Like, let's be real. You know what? My book sales weren't the way they I would like them to be the other month, but I kind of sat back and I didn't do anything, not one thing to promote those books. So the reality is, is to get real own your own, you know, S-H-I-T and stop being a victim and really take personal ownership. And the clutter is yours and yours alone to deal with. So the idea is to don't cling to problems and consider really letting go and changing and being proactive in your life. So take responsibility for that vision that you have and take responsibility also about your clutter. So remember we did those exercises about figuring out what is your clutter? Make a list of those things that are standing in your way from, you know, really having that nice lightness ability to move forward and make space for great things for yourself. The next thing he talked about um, is get going. So making a commitment to figure out what's really you know bothering you in your life and make it a goal to change that. Take ownership. What's bothering you right now? What is it? Where is your discontent? Um, Don't take it out on other people. Like when it's frustrating when you see other people moving along quickly or other people buying new cars or new homes or whatever it is, really take ownership of your own commitment to take action and really make whatever is bothering you in your life don't take it out on you know other people or suddenly be mean to yourself because you're not where you want to be it's more about making it a goal to change that to get going so finding where the tension is in your life and then work backwards like how do you need to what do you need to do to remove that tension Oh my gosh, I thought that was so powerful, right? So if something's really bothering you or you're feeling a sense of jealousy or you're comparing and you're then being hard on yourself, wait a second, it's time to get going, make a commitment to really figure out what's bothering you and then also make it a goal to change that. I mean, you can change that. You're responsible, right? And that's all about getting real on your story as well. Okay. So also look at your spending and where you're spending your time and what you're spending your money on and what you're spending your energy on. And then he's suggesting to rethink your priorities. So recognize like, okay, like be realistic. And part of get going is to be committed to, you know, moving forward on those things that you value and what you want for yourself. I thought that was so powerful. Okay, so then he also suggested that we look at our home and our stuff. (laughs) So there is basically there's, and this is what he said within his book, there's one word that lies at the root of people's emotional pain and anguish, and that's stuff. And so stuff um, and is all these things stuff gets in the way of you know having a rich full life uh, that we deserve so all this stuff that we're talking about you know really does get in the way so he talks all about within his book that less is more so less can actually make you feel like a sense of lack so think about that right if you think less sometimes you'll have that negative sort of connotation or oh my goodness you know less is a, a kind of has a negative connotation of deprivation or hardship or uh, scarcity, but um, it's incredible if we were to shift that mindset, and this is what he's suggesting within his book, that think of less of things, um, not as if it's gonna slow us down or make us less happy, but actually that less of things can so less of those things that kind of cripple us or hold us back, all this stuff, um, can actually bring us more happiness, can actually bring us more opportunity, can actually bring us more energy, more freedom. And just think of it as like, you know, when you declutter a room, isn't that energizing? Like when you feel, wow, like you look around the room and it actually feels good and you, the environment feels good to be in. It's almost like less actually can be more, it is more energizing, it can make you feel A sense of freedom and just think and he had this wonderful exercise I thought it was great Um, he suggested like take a look at your home or um, your room that you're in right now or even your car wherever you are right now take a look at the room that you're in and picture having less of the amount of stuff right now oh my gosh wouldn't that feel good Yeah, I'd look around, it would be more like a serene, like hotel. Why do we all love hotel rooms, right? Because there's less stuff in it. It feels very serene. It's like spa-like. And that's the idea, is that sometimes less is more. So if you look around that room that you just cut half the stuff out of it, what does it look like? How would it feel to you? How would it make you feel? So picture having less... Uh, instead of chasing more. And just by doing that, uh, we have this sense of freedom. And notice how that, even just imagining it, how it feels. Yes, I know. It is incredible. So allow yourself to consider the thought and consider your life and how it would feel if you had less stuff. And it's actually pretty amazing because you can adopt adapt this into your life almost right away. And this is lightening up. So lightening up even in your thinking, in your mind, in your space, in your environment. Whoa, okay, this book offers a whole new approach to auditing your life. So it literally helps you to clearly understand the difference between the things that we think that we must have in our life and really the things that actually will contribute to a happier life. So connecting more to that value and also lightening up and getting rid of the stuff that's getting in the way of great things for us, but really investigating what that stuff is, you know, emotionally, like financially, all those things. What is it that's getting in the way from our happiness? And that is it. So what's your takeaway? So what are the things that you thought Um, that you must have and that you know what may not be that important for you anymore or what are the things that really are getting in the way what's your stuff what's getting in the way from really making you happier and I hope this book really helped you to kind of envision a new perspective or have a new vision for yourself because I know it did for me and again if you want more details and uh, worksheet or to get the show notes go over to andreaseidel.com and click on book club or worksheet. Sheets, and you'll see you'll have a wonderful um write-up on this book and then also you'll have fantastic little exercises that you can do within the content of the book that he suggested Peter Walsh again Peter Walsh lighten up such a great book I got a lot out of it I hope you did too thank you so much for uh, re- recommending it Renee and have a wonderful day bye-bye everyone if you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind you've got to come over to my website at andreasaydell.com where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the contents in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.